0: Chapter 1. Miss Araminta had gone shopping at the exclusive Green Hills Mall, a fairly long drive from Melrose, because she wanted to see what colors would be popular in knit goods and kitchen cloths this spring. The latest fashions could always be found in Green Hills. Now she knew that pastel yellows and greens would be the height of fashion for her lap robes, afghans, and kitchen towels. Miss Araminta did all her knitting and crocheting for the poor and elderly and they deserved the best and latest of fashion just like anybody else. Araminta was just leaving the upscale dress shop for the main mall area when someone cannoned into her in the crowd. This young woman helped Araminta right herself after the collision and started to apologize profusely. It's my fault. I just didn't look where I was going. Looking up, Araminta spotted what she thought was a familiar young face, but this girl wore makeup. I'm Moira Berkshire. The offending young woman assured her, and I was so concentrated on finding this dress shop that I didn't even see you. Araminta looked the young woman up and down briefly and then responded, You'll have excellent luck in that shop. They have a sale on blouses. Thank you for helping me. Having gently excused herself, Araminta hurried into a nearby shop with a little refreshment bar. Here she ordered a small soda and sat down to think for a moment. The young woman who had introduced herself as Moira Berkshire really should have recognized Miss Araminta herself. After all, little Laurel Holt and her mother Beryl often shared a pew with her on Sunday. Laurel didn't often speak to her, of course, because Miss Araminta, as an insurance agent, was the type of woman whose behavior the late Robert Holt had disapproved of. Still, both Holt women knew very well who she was, and had even brought food items to the regional church charity she now administered in retirement. Looking through the window of the small snack shop, Araminta saw Moira Berkshire leaving the dress shop with a colorful package. She paused to stare at her. The young woman wore a lightweight tank top and a pair of pastel slacks, and her open sandals revealed she had her toenails painted. This was not like the daughter of the strict Robert Holt, yet she might have been Laurel's double. Once her soda was finished, Miss Araminta left the mall for the big indoor parking lot where she had parked her car. Most of Araminta's time until she got home was spent threading through traffic in one of Nashville's busiest areas. She had almost forgotten how much of a bother it was to navigate the upscale Green Hills area. Thankfully, the shop where she bought her craft supplies was much less crowded, and she was able to get her spring yarns and get home from there without too much traffic. Once Araminta had gotten her purchases neatly organized in the chest of drawers she used for yarn, she settled down to make some lightweight lap robes for the local nursing homes. While she crocheted, she found her mind drifting back to the Holt family. The Holt's were not by any means good friends of hers, though Beryl Holt had begged Miss Araminta to come and sit with them again in church after the late Robert Holt had succumbed to a heart attack. Araminta had been moved by the pleading of the new widow with a 14-year-old daughter, But, privately, she had considered Robert Holt's heart attack divinely delivered and richly deserved. In fact, it was because of Robert and his Calvinistic views of women that Araminta had ceased attending church Sunday school classes and sitting with the Holt family. What had it been like for Robert's wife and daughter, living in a household governed by a man who might well have written the first blast of the trumpet against the monstrous regiment of women? Araminta remembered how he had boasted of tearing up his daughter's first nature drawings and his strict injunctions that women belonged only in the home and should be subject to some man. How different he was from Luke Ryder, the gentle boy who had captured Araminta's heart and carried it off to Vietnam. Araminta sighed. The church pastor at the time of Robert Holt's death had urged her to do everything she could to help Beryl and Little Laurel, including sharing their pew again. Beryl always seemed happy to see her, but Laurel had remained silent and far too obedient, a little automaton. Now Laurel had obtained her undergraduate degree in nursing and was working as an aide at a clinic while she got her certification as a registered nurse. She still wasn't very friendly. Perhaps a call to Beryl would relieve all of Araminta's worries. Laurel would not be at home yet at this time of day, so the two older women would have a chance to chat. Beryl, a compulsive housewife, could always be found at home. Araminta picked up her old-fashioned landline telephone and dialed. You thought you saw my daughter at Green Hills Mall? Beryl Holt sounded astonished.